You are listening to The Riding, NFL DFS podcast with Pat James. Okay, guys, a quick update. Sunday morning, about 6 a.m., I apologize. Could not get to the podcast on Saturday. Had a million things going on. Then watched Notre Dame upset Clemson. Um, so it's about 6 a.m. on Sunday. Hope it, this podcast finds you well before the games lock at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, so the core four right off the bat. It's going to be Dalvin Cook. I think his matchup is solid. I think he just has a safer role right now than Christian McCaffrey, right? We don't know that McCaffrey's going to be thrown into this full-time role of 100% of the the carries and the targets. So I think it's just safer um, to not play McCaffrey in cash this week. I think he's a fine tournament play. If you feel strongly that he's going to be back to his 100% role, that's fine. You can pull the trigger there. I'm going to side with Dalvin as a core four play. I'm also going to side with Chase Edmonds. I know he's priced up However, he has like 12 fantasy points um, per game, and he's only getting like eight touches per game to this point. So if we, you know, bump that up, you know, if we double that and he gets 16 touches, I think he's in for a pretty solid workload and a pretty solid fantasy damn locking Chase Edmonds into my cash lineup as well. That's probably going to move Kyler Murray off uh, my cash pool. I think he's a fine play, um, but I just think that the Cardinals are going to attack the Dolphins on the ground. They're a run funnel, and I don't want to have Murray and Edmonds, you know, tying up 15, 16K in salary uh, when they kind of, um, you know, don't correlate with each other. Speaking of cash game quarterbacks, um, I think if you can find the salary, you know, I initially went um, Watson in my uh, initial podcast, I think he's still fine, you know, seeing that the game might get away from uh, the Jaguars worries me a little bit, you know, but I don't think the Texans are just gonna, you know, score two or three touchdowns and immediately take their foot off the gas, they might run a little bit more, but I think Watson is still fine, um, but I will put Russ Wilson squarely in play since I came off of uh, Kyler Murray around the same price range, and I did get a couple questions about Josh Allen. I think he's okay. He really hasn't showed it the last few weeks. But at home, really good matchup. Probably should be a shootout. You could put you could pull the trigger. You know, if you have seven if you have seven K left, um don't mess around with your lineup. I think Josh Allen and Deshaun Watson rate out pretty pretty similar similarly. Um the next core four play is going to be either one of Justin Jackson or Tony Pollard, right? We talked about maybe William Gallman. We talked about maybe DJ Dallas. I think Justin Jackson, now that Troy Main Pope has has been ruled out, right? Troy Main Pope was ruled out since we did the last podcast. And Zeke Elliott is also, you know, his status is in doubt as well. They're both late afternoon games, so you could kind of play with who is active, who is not. Um, I really do like both of those players. I don't have a preference, um, but I would say, you know, probably take the cheaper Tony Pollard. You know, for 4K, if he's going to get 15 to 18 touches, um, I know the matchup is brutal, but we've seen some running backs have success, and he's probably going to get four or five catches. I think Tony Pollard is an absolute uh, core play if Zeke is ruled out. Um, You know, the worries are there, 
I wouldn't play a running back against the Steelers that was 6 or 7K. But he's min-price, and we need the salary saving somewhere. If Zeke is in, Justin Jackson, you're going to have to come up $900. So just have that plan ready of who you're going to swap off of um, if you want to roster Pollard, or, you know, if you want to put him in your initial lineup and make moves based on the inactives. Justin Jackson is you know, pretty solid there. And the last core play is going to be, and I had a tough time with this, um, I was trying to narrow it down to two tight ends that are in the same game, right? So Hayden Hurst, Noah Fant, both guys are seeing a good amount of targets. Uh, both guys are, you know, target shares are kind of condensed on their teams because of injuries. Calvin really doesn't look like he's going to play. You know, Cortland Sutton hasn't played. So I think we can safely go with one or the other based on, you know, how much salary is left in your lineup. I know I'm you know, it's kind of like a core five this week, but um, I'll, I'll, I'll probably lean Hayden Hurst just because he is cheaper. And, uh, you know, I think the Falcons are probably going to move the ball a little bit better uh, on offense. A couple guys that may get added to the cash game player pool. Steven Sims is back off the IR. He's an absolute punt at minimum salary. Um, so I think that he is squarely in play as well. You know, the, the, the football team just had a bye. So I'm guessing that he is pretty healthy. And I think that at min salary, if you need it, Steven Sims and even Marcus Johnson from the Colts, those guys both popped. Not to give away all the secret sauce, but they both popped in our uh, four for four value metric model. So think those guys are in play as well but that's pretty much all I am adjusting or adding based off the first podcast of the week good luck in all your contests and I will talk to you tomorrow with the cash game review